0: Testing, 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 testing. Getting tabled.
1: Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yank. Hello, future people. Welcome to Getting Tabled with your host, the Yank. Hi, I Yank things. And, of course, I am the Bruce. Uh, Why did we flip this around? Uh, Because we were playing around with things earlier, and we decided to flip it around just to confuse everybody.
0: And I sat there looking at my uh, screen looking stupid, so Bruce thought I had actually gone stupid and just, you know, took over.
1: (laughs) I thought you were there years ago. The what? Gone stupid. I thought you were there years ago. Uh, Stupider? Stupider works. Um, So shall we ignore having to find problems of... Things that you paid for that weren't done and instead talk yeah. about some recent events?
0: Uh, newly received or noteworthy information.
1: Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. I was deliberately not repeating what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think it's most the most amazing thing I've ever created. <laughs> I'm sure your son would disagree uh, with you on that.
0: Oh, uh, um,
1: Yeah, that was unfair. Possibly.
0: Okay, um... so
1: first up, we've got some news from War Cradle that are, well, as I said originally, flashing everybody. Um, They have announced a Flash Gordon board game that's coming. Um, This is to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the the classic film that I have not seen. Very, very very familiar with the theme tune and the character, but I've just never actually seen the actual space opera. Um, I know... It's been on the list. It's just I haven't got around to it. Um, it is slightly before my time, but that doesn't really excuse me. Star Technically, Wars is, Star before, Wars is before my time, too. Yeah. 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 I was going to. Say- Um, The first thing that came to my head when I saw this was memories of an old cartoon and a shared universe about 20 years before the DC Animated Universe did it, uh, which was Defenders of the Earth. Um, So this was an old cartoon from the 80s that was trying to compete. This is around 1986, so this is Transformers and G.I. Joe type era. So we can probably guess as to why it didn't last very long. But it featured Flash Gordon the phantom as in the purple character that lived in the jungle mandrake the magician um and of course ming the merciless was the bad guy uh, and a whole heap of kids because you can't have a kid show that doesn't have kids for some random reason um it but yeah for captain planet it did work for captain planet they were the actual characters, not just introduced for the show, though. Yeah, um, that's very cool. I would love to like. Is it just going to be like a legit board game, or are they going to go the route of uh like an actual like minis board game? It looks like it's going to be a minis board game. I mean, it is War Cradle. These are the guys behind Wild West Exodus and stuff. Um, in the actual description, it's just saying that each player takes the role of a well-known hero or villain from the motion picture, uh, immersed in the story through high-resolution images drawn straight from the film itself. So could be a little bit of both. Um, There's card decks. uh, There's treachery involved. So it sounds like it's going to be a little bit of a gotcha game by the sound of
0: it. I'll be interested to see what what it looks like when they uh, start releasing more on it. Um,
1: Yeah. They're not releasing it until early 2021, so it'll be a while we got some time we do funnily enough mm. well speaking of not having any time you know it doesn't have any time left what doesn't have any time oh yes this guild is ball. sad news guild ball is gone yeah. or going so in case you've been living under a rock guild ball guild ball was pretty big really i mean I don't think it's unfair to say that Guild Ball's existence brought Blood Bowl back. Like, I I doubt that there'd be any question about that, that that it would have even bothered if the likes of Guild Ball hadn't stepped in and filled that void. And Um, and shown that there was room in the market for something like this. Yeah. Originally was a Kickstarter uh, that I almost backed. I backed out, and I don't remember why. Um, 890 people had pledged £93,691 to bring the game to life um so that's that's well sorry
0: i was gonna say that's well around like two hundred thousand dollars back then
1: yeah yeah very much so um and this is like 2014 this is in the early days of kickstarter too so that this is very early on it was really when it was only just starting to get mainstream um i miss those days where it was only small companies but we won't have that rant again (laughs) um right guild ball was the first that i know of that put their rules out there for everybody to see as well uh they didn't lock it behind a paywall so that you couldn't look at the rules Um, before
0: playing it yeah
1: yeah buying it yeah in theory you could download the entire rulebook and it was the entire rulebook none of this um like short guides it was the entire rulebook including the fluff and everything so if you brought the rulebook it was because you wanted to not because you had to uh, you could even download paper dolls, like like paper miniatures, that you could play this with to completely get into this game uh, in a simple way. But before right. you actually spend a cent, um, that's something that's not done very much even now. Um, not that I'm hating people for not doing it, but it was pretty groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. So, so here's the thing too. So. Look at this. Uh, across four
0: seasons, seventeen guilds, and two hundred and fifty plus miniatures.
1: Yeah, its it is. It, it wasn't a small game. I mean, it's certainly I mean, not that... Warhammer, but it's not a small no. game.
0: No, and it, and so that just makes me wonder. It's like something has happened to where they decided to to stop it. Whether demand for it is down, or um,
1: I think I can't necessarily say that this is fact. But the conversations I've seen tend to have revolved around that the community was kind of petering out. Um, yeah. And I think to some extent they got to a point where there was not much more new that they could do with it. Um, they had designed this game from the outset to be balanced, like above anything else. It was always going to be balanced. It was designed to be a competitive game uh, as opposed to Blood Bowl that's broken on purpose. Um, I'm sorry, but it is, um, don't try to, don't at me. It is broken on purpose. The game was designed that way. Um, that's not a criticism. It is is actually fact. Um, but that, that was the impression that I got from the community. I I haven't spoken with anybody from Steamforged. Steamforged is not going away. It's just the game that is retired. Yeah. I
0: mean, they've got, they've got God tear going. And so, I mean,
1: yeah. Um, in their own words, um, the competitive scene began to dominate. The, uh, sorry, the, began to dominate the design space for Wilder. More fun elements began to shrink. New minis were either overpowered or trashed here uh, the second they were announced. So it, it sounds like for them, the game became something that they didn't want it to be because it became ultra competitive and not a fun game. Which is just that's the right. direction that the community took it um it it, it's it sounds like it's taken the fun out of creating it to some extent uh they say that it's not the guild ball we envisioned uh they knew that it would happen eventually from the beginning uh they said that guild ball had a shelf life if we wanted to avoid the game collapsing under its own weight um with a game that new players found tough to get into which is a game that, sorry, is a thing that some games still struggle with. Uh, Infinity is the first one that comes to mind with that, but they've handled it much better. Um, with the game that new players found, tough to get into it. It wasn't very football y. Uh, the community began to dwindle. Okay, yeah, so I was right there. Um, yeah, they launched new captains last year to give the best view of the size of the community. And I guess they've, they've just seen the writing on the wall and they've decided to cut it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I I kind of applaud them for for doing that instead of ruining themselves.
1: Yeah. Um. Apparently, season five was always intended to be the end of the game. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I just I'm reading further through this. Uh, COVID nineteen yeah. has definitely played a part, like a lot of businesses. Like they, they go into further detail, but but then. But they talk about how they were preparing the next edition, but then COVID-19 happened. Uh, Games that thrive on competitive players seem to be... Yeah, there's no place for a competitive game at the moment because you can't actually play with people. But yeah, Um, basically how they have done this is there is actually a sale on the Steamforged website of anything that's left... Game ball wise, sorry, guild ball wise. So yeah, starting from September 1st, Steamforge Games will no longer be selling any guild ball products. Uh, what's available now is the end of line. So if you do want to complete your collections, um, do it now. If you do want to grab something so that you can play this with your mates, uh, which I, I'm disappointed that I haven't done this already because I've nearly brought into this game several times. We've discussed it before um yeah and i always found a reason not to um and the the one that i would have bought up is already gone so um i'm disappointed to see this go it it doesn't necessarily surprise me i'm what surprises me is that they've made a show about the fact that it's going um because most companies just kind of do what get i haven't seen this done since fantasy was done where games workshop went okay it's going and this is how it's going out um, Steam Forge game have kind of gone the same route, but obviously without three books and stuff. Um, right. It's sad to see it go, but I I think they're right. I think the time and the writing's on the wall. I think it's probably the right time for it. It was one of those games where it was kind of hard to get into. Um, I mean, as much as I keep on comparing it with Blood Bowl because it's the natural companion piece it was more complicated than that and from what i've watched it looked like it was more fun too uh, but i'm not the, the reason i kept on pulling back from it is i'm not really a super competitive person and you, i you had like a to play feeling some that fun, not... yeah I, I like fun games yeah. and i'm not saying that that wouldn't be fun but it takes one person to ruin the game for you it's the reason i don't play uh warmer hot um for exactly the same reason because yeah and i'm not saying that this that is one's... For those that are fans of the game, please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying this is as bad as Warmer Horts, but competitive tends to push in that direction for most games. Magic the Gathering is another one that comes to mind. Um, There is fun elements in those games, but it tends to bring the worst out in some people. (sighs)
0: yeah and speaking of the companion piece uh moving on to games workshop is releasing uh games one of them is blitz bowl season two so this is yeah. like blood bowl light blood bowl but light you... i like that
1: I- i'm gonna return to my comments so this was when we first started last year that they announced that this was coming and my reaction at the time was but why uh and i think <laughs> i'm kind of still there i, I- I understand the Blood Bowl light, but I just don't understand Blood Bowl light at all. I don't see the point. Yeah, Um, because the game is not even. It's it's literally just Blood Bowl Light. It's not its own thing. It's just Blood Bowl with less players. And what's right. the point? So,
0: so, well, so so Games Workshop likes money. What better yeah, way to get more but you make more less money, money is, out of this. So you sell this, be like, here's Blood Bowl Light. And they're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Check this out. There's this whole thing called Blood Bowl that costs even more, and there's more you yeah, can do. Oh, I'm going to spend lots of money on this now.
1: Yeah. Apparently they've polished the rules. Uh, it still comes with the same stuff, so it's still humans versus dwarves. Uh this has a smaller pitch by the look of it. Um yep. yeah. But it is what it is. The next couple of things that they've announced kind of have me a tad worried, honestly, because Rise of the Orcs and Crypt Hunters really smell of the games that we got tired of them making, which is games that were I don't know, that they, they just they look like they're trying to be board games. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Rise I of the Orcs totally um it's so solo or up to four friends cooperatively um each character has their own unique skills like it's it's carbon copy all of these sort of things uh and it's you versus orcs the orcs are little pips it looks like so it looks yeah, like so it's it, space it's hulk, that but game of orcs
0: and, and cardboard orcs not even like actual yeah space hulk you at least got actual like tyranids uh, I, I think this is a, a so so Blood Bowl light is gonna be its own thing and I think it, for what it is, I think it's kinda cool. It is not Blood Bowl, but I think it's there to help the the novice into, you know, what is the actual tabletop
1: minis, you know, stuff. Yeah. Without having to buy the what is it, hundred and fifty dollar starter set. This one will right. be like peanuts.
0: Yeah. Rise of the Orcs, I, I, I agree. I think it's like Space Hulk, but they've gotten even cheaper. And Crypt Hunters, at least you get like, you know, f- you know three Stormcast and a Griffhound and some Night some Nighthaunt. I, I think these are a, a attempt at Games Workshop to jump into the, the minis board game market, which I've...
1: Which they're already like in. It. So this one is like randomly assorted tiles that you have to draw from a deck. Uh, to create your dungeon. It's very much like the new version of Warhammer Quest. Um, yeah. But I, this looks really, really simple. I mean, the yeah. new Warhammer Quest was good, like legitimately good. Um, So, well, here's the other thing I'm going to play really out. looks really cheap years. and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Look
0: at the uh, the box. It says ages what? 12 plus. Right. So that the that's other one pretty was the young. Same, no, well, yeah. that one's 10 plus.
1: No, I mean, um, Warhammer Quest was twelve plus as well.
0: Oh, but th- this is I, you know I, I think this is just more of an attempt of Games Workshop of pushing a product into a a market that they want to get a bigger foothold in. I mean, I don't, yeah,
1: that's fair. That's fair.
0: I I I, I don't think comparison wise, I don't think Games Workshop in the maze, uh board game market. I think is I think they're insignificant par- compared to some of the other ones. I If you were to look at, you know, Blood Bowl Light and Rise of the Orcs and Crypt Hunters and compared to one of your uh, least liked board game companies, I guarantee you that company is probably doing more than than Games Workshop is in that market.
1: Oh, given that they don't spend three seconds without having a Kickstarter running. Yeah, I agree. Because I know who you're talking about. And I'm (laughs) I'm, like, literally, the moment one ends, they start another one. That's my. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) <laughs> um it's, it's good to see that they're trying to push into these areas and bring more people into the hobby because of course that's the idea you you, you buy the board right. game you kind of get you kind of get the fever and then you look to see what else they're doing um and it's like a drug dealer they give you the the good little sample and then you're hooked and then you gotta you gotta spend all your money Probably the more interesting part of this that I see, uh, which is going to be more interesting for your side of the world than mine, but these titles are gonna be at Barnes and Noble. This is going to be at actual mainstream retail. Right,
0: yeah. Like you know, you don't have to go find like a GW store or you know, your F L G S. You can go to a Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Karen's Um, know what Barnes and Noble is.
1: There's a German one called Thalia Butcher GmbH. I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce G M B H. Uh, and <laughs> Mayer's Busherland. I'm not even. I give up. And GameStop Germany. I can say GameStop. Um, so like these are as far as I can tell. They, these are all like legit gamers, as legit as they come. Um, so that that's good. It, it's legitimate mainstream retail. But let's move into something that kind of caught my eye for the wrong reasons. Uh oh, what caught yeah. your eye? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start with the positive side of things and then I'm going to... And I've already kind of teased where I'm going with this, but okay, there's a company called Corvus Games Terrain and they're launching a new Kickstarter called Isolation Protocol with some very simple-looking terrain. It's all very square and boxy. Uh, It's very much... It's very simple, but by design. And that's not the negative I have on it, by the way. Um, And look... Always nice to see new companies going. The problem I have with this is if you click that second link that I shared with you, click the second and the original link article even kind of hints at this. This is a direct, I'm gonna say inspiration from terrain that was designed for Mantic Games as dead zone. Whoa. Um it's it's carbon copy. Almost like <laughs> there's small details that are slightly different. But there is no way this is accidental. I mean, it's very yeah. heavily inspired. There's a word that I use with you in private that I'm not, I'm trying not to use here because I don't want to, because it, it could be accidental. I highly doubt it. Because from what I understand, this one of the first places they advertised this was in one of the Mantic Grips. Um, and they got called out for it on there as well, from what I understand. Um, but this has been kind of pushed to something that you you could use with Necromunda uh, Dead Zone is a game that's still played it's not as heavily out there anymore, like Dead Zone is a game that was actually in retail and stuff for a while uh, but I don't see it around as much as I used to um, it's another one of those games that I always wanted to play but never actually got around to it because it's supposed to be amazing, but yeah they've designed this Lego type system which is exactly, just makes it look worse um, it's 28 mil in scale. You could bump it up and shrink it because it's 3D printing. Oh, I didn't actually say that. This is 3D printed tiles. It's designed right, yeah, specifically so... for FDM printing, which is your running print, 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 print ones, not the, the LCD thing. screen ones. Yeah, uh, so... They're designed specifically to be supportless uh i'm not 100 percent sure how these would go on an lcd one i assume they'd be fine but i also suspect because it's all thin and spindly i suspect you'd have a lot of warping i doubt it would be worth it but yeah the problem i have with this is as i said it's it's almost a carbon copy of a product that already exists that's not a good way to launch you need to at least pretend that it's your own thing (laughs) um I haven't actually checked to see how the Kickstarter's going. I did look at it at one point, but I didn't bother sharing the link because it was on the first page. So Corvus, Corvus Games actually have existing products and really good existing products. They've got a whole heap of 40K. There's some modern modern buildings that can be used for games like uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol and so forth. And, and the, the quality of their games is... a mo- Sorry, not their games, their products... Are really, really high quality and good. Um, this is not the first time we've discussed them. So,
0: my question right. is to you is how is Corvus Valley yeah.
1: that within with them, you know, using part of their name as their name? Oh, I, I, I doubt that that would be an issue. Um, Corvus is, just I a mean, word.
0: well, I, I get that, but you know, if, if you look at the on tabletop, you know, article, right, you know, up at the top, you got yeah. Corvus Bell, you know, blah, blah blah, and then right down here, it's Corvus Games. It's like you know, I mean, I, there, there's nothing Corpus Belli could do, but it's just like, did
1: you even try? It's possible, yeah. I hadn't even made that connection That's... until you said it, but, I mean, it, it is just a I mean... word. Um, none of the products they're making are related to it, although actually, there's no reason why you couldn't use this for Infinity. Uh, it's right, certainly well... not what they're aiming for, but there's no reason why you couldn't. Bruce, we, we all know what happens when you try to uh, uh, copyright a word.
0: You get made fun of.
1: Yes. <laughs> Um, so this is coming soon. They haven't actually launched it yet. So, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I don't mean to hate on, because I think this is another one of those one-man teams. Um, I've definitely seen his work before in the Marvel side of things, as I mentioned earlier. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good look on this one. I'm sorry. I, I think he needs to take that back to the drawing board. Um, I'm not saying get rid of the blocky stuff, but do something with it to make it look more like your own. Because if you keep on going down that line, I think you're going to have nothing but problems. He says, pretending like the guy's listening to him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next. That that would be my concern. Yeah. Next on the list, we've uh we got some really cool looking stuff here. Uh, Warhammer Underworlds Beastgrave. Um, we got a new yeah. uh new little team here. Uh, looks like them, some Iron Jaw Ironjaw orcs. Uh, yep. So there's God, there's new beautiful. orcs
1: coming. One of which wearing a skull, which is just kind of cool. G- gives him like a weird bird beak face look. Yeah, it's like he stole something from the bird guys. Um, in the other game. Uh, you know, and maybe further maybe, down the page. There's some uh, sisters of uh, what are they? Sisters called? of Cain. Cain. That's it. Um, including a guy wearing, sorry, a girl wearing a golden goblin mask and a bikini, which is just weird.
0: Well, but, uh, the, the thing I'm going to say about that that mini specifically is, uh, I don't want to have to, you know, play that and then pin it after it breaks for the sixth time.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hanging by a whip, which is, yeah the minis themselves i I love this i can't remember what they're actually called in game but the half snake lady i love those minis games workshop
0: has been doing some amazing things minis wise and everything but they don't understand that you know this is a game where you have to move and pick up and handle these things like oh i'm a little bit more
1: skeptical than you i think they do understand that and that's the whole point now you have to buy a new one <laughs> Although people don't, they don't buy a new one. They just fix it, and they are just put right. up with it. The, the, there are people that would get annoyed with having to fix it again and just buy a new and one again. But those people are very, very few and far between. And again, yeah, and it's going to break again. There's, the problem, the problem with things that, like I mentioned this with the Necron stuff, that they're all, be, a lot of them are being held on by those little lightning bolts that are going to break in three seconds. And I recognise that you can just glue them again to fix them or cut them off. But if you wanted it to look that way, which, to be honest, you're going to want it to look that way, then you're kind of stuck after a while. Uh, this this particular girl is sculpted in a way that it would be really hard to repose that because it's not yeah. going to look natural. Actually, you could pose it so that she's on her feet, but then it's going to look like she's playing skip rope. Or um, I'm uh, actually half tempted to do dance. that now. I actually think that'd be funny. Reposition the mini so <laughs> that it's jumping and it's actually playing skip rope. That would be funny. That'd be epic. <laughs>
0: Um next on the list here, uh, which is funny because we already kind of mentioned this, uh, uh, a new uh, pre-order from uh, Corvus Belly.
1: Yeah. Um, so Infinity is a game that we keep on saying that we need to cover more of because it it is legitimately a brilliant game. Um, and their fourth edition is coming out. So it's been three years, maybe four years since their last edition. I could check that. I, I just I don't remember. Um, so the new edition is coming in August which shouldn't surprise anybody. It's always around that time of year. Uh, Coming with a new faction pack, The I'm going to call them 012, but it could be 012, um, is a new faction that they've been hinting at for a while. Uh, So there's a new action pack that's coming with that. If you pre-order the rules, you'll get a special mini that comes specifically with that. And if you pre-order everything, you get another special mini again. So, yeah, the action pack is actually, like, quite big. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine minis, by the look of it. It probably says it somewhere. It's not bad. Um, Octavia Grimsodir. Infinity is notorious for having things that's really hard to say, and it's done on purpose because they're actually written in languages of where these people are supposed to come from. Um, Sounds like a German faction now, actually. Possible. Uh, So she is an icebreaker harpooner, which... I kind of like that. You're shooting a harpoon across the board, spearing somebody with it. That's kind of a cool idea. And the yeah, other it's one been is... done. Just a Scorpion. Try Get and... over here.
0: But he's fire. <laughs> it's
1: totally different uh Shona Carano um I can't help but wonder if that na- if that surname is deliberate or not because there was a MMA fighter with a na- last name of Carano Gina Carano it might be spelled slightly differently I'm not sure but she is a special instructor and sword master which is sounds less badass than the mini is like she's halfway through stabbing <laughs> somebody through the face it's amazing that's probably my pick of the minis that one that looks gorgeous yeah well hey look what Cyril Farrell did with a uh, training sword Nope, it's spelled exactly the same. Spelled exactly the same? Yep, Carano is spelled exactly the same. Gina Carano is who I was referring to if I didn't actually end up saying that. You did not. Um, Infinity has made a couple of nods like that, though. Th- there's characters they have that are actually named after historical figures and stuff, um, so it's not unusual for them to kind of throw subtle hints, because this is supposed to be later on in our universe, obviously. Hey, but...
0: what's the point of like being a game designer if you can't, like, you know... Throwing nods to like other fandoms, you have
1: true. There um, is one criticism that got laid onto this that I'm going to kind of repeat as well. Yeah, the action packed picture. If you look at it, the minis are all painted to look like they're on the top of some space deck or aircraft carrier type thing, right? Right. So, why is a whole heap of them standing on top of tactical rocks? <laughs> That's a little bit of an oversight, yeah. That, but that's that's not an oversight with the the fact that they're on rocks. It's the fact that they've chosen the wrong bases to put them on.
0: Yeah. Uh. My my complaint. Look at the color of the backdrop that they're on, and then look at the colors of the minis.
1: Oh, that'll be deliberate, though. I do oh, agree with yeah, you, but, but it's deliberate. It's it, blue I mean, on blue on blue is what he's referring yeah. to for those that can't see. Um, It's like, you know, check out these cool minis. For those that are asking, the spaceship that's in the back of the picture is not made by Colvis Belly. It's made by a third-party company that was designed on a Kickstarter five or six years ago. Um, It's made by Antonosity's Workshop, and yes, you can still buy it. Antonosity's Workshop is one of the big terrain people that are licensed to make stuff for Infinity, and their stuff is amazing. But it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. I mean... It's Infinity 4th Edition. It's going to be more of the same. Um, Infinity is one of those games that's... It's been around long enough you know the community is not going away um it has only grown since the last edition um third edition was a lot easier to pick up and play than fourth edition was sorry than second edition was second edition was notoriously hard to get into um you really had to spend you really had to get into it um and have a supportive community to kind of help you but it's not quite that it's not quite that hard anymore Um, it's still not as easy to pick up and play as the Games Workshop stuff is, but they're going for very different audiences, so that would be why. Uh, There's more depth to it. It's more in line with... I've compared it with Malifaux more than once. Um, There are some people that hate that comparison, but rules-wise... It's very, very similar in how it's structured. Uh, There is some very stark differences between how they're played, but the simple mechanics of it feel very, very similar. In saying that I haven't played the new edition of of Malifaux yet, but then I haven't played the new edition of Infinity yet because it's not out. Next on our list, um, I
0: I only became aware of of what was going on with all this after I spent money on buying tile, tile backing board and all this other stuff to... Getting ready to uh, redo my kitchen. Uh, AnyCube is celebrating their fifth anniversary. And with that, they have some ridiculous sales going on. Like you can literally for about $500 get uh, a resin printer, the resin cure, and a filament printer.
1: Yep. (laughs) Um, The specials that they're doing right now are quite insane. Quite. That's not the only thing that I shared on that though. Because if you scroll further down that page, what it's actually talking about is it's talking about the new printers as well. I, I was just looking at that
0: and I was just like, I, I could have also gotten this one too, just you know, gotten this one. I would have been like,
1: ooh, happy yeah. George. So there's three new printers that's being launched. Uh, the big thing with these new ones is the monochromatic screen. So for those that aren't hugely aware of what the monochromatic screens are, the regular ones are just a normal LCD screen where they use software to tell it to only produce UV light. Um, The monochromatic screens are designed specifically only to do that and therefore they're more powerful. Uh, your print speeds are three times faster. Uh, the actual screens will last stupidly long as well. Um, you, you will get over 2,000 hours out of one of these screens where you won't get anywhere even close to that from the current ones. Uh, there's three flavours coming. There is a mono... So there's a Photon Mono SE, which is the same sort of size that you're getting from the current s- Photon. Uh, there's also another one that has a matrix parallel light source. I haven't been able to find any information specifically on why that's different. It's slightly more expensive though because it's a little bit more chunky uh, and the Z-axis rail is more significant. Uh, but the big one is the Photon Mono X, which is going directly up against the Elago Saturn. Uh, priced more or less in the same sort of range. Um, the build plate is slightly bigger. Uh, they all have Wi-Fi built into them, uh, whereas the Saturn only has uh, a network cable built into it. Um, so yeah, th- these are like these are big. I- I'm not investing in one of these at this point. I can't justify it. The um, prices are starting at 319. The Photo Mono X, which is the big one, is 539. If I was to go off another one at this point, it would be the Mono X because there'd be no point in me buying one that's the same size.
0: Right.
1: Um well there's just that point. The other thing that they're doing is releasing a second version of the wash and cure system, which followers of the channel will note I brought one of those January-ish and I was I praised it very highly. Um they've kind of redesigned how the lighting system on this one works. And by the look of it, the entire curing platform rotates this time as opposed to the lights being fixed in one spot. Um, I haven't seen any videos of how this actually runs yet, but that's the way it looks because it looks like the lights, etc., are in the middle of the actual platform. Um, otherwise it's just an improved version. It's more, there's more of a touch dial as opposed to the touch buttons. Um, they have regular printer stuff that's coming out as well. There's a mega zero and a four max pro, which is their professional level stuff. But there's a lot of big things coming out of in Cubic right now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Like reviews for the Photon X, uh, there's one that I've seen so far, uh, and it was very praising. Uh, the quality that he got out of it was really good. He printed like this giant bust of Darth Vader, and it only took 12 hours. Sorry, it only took nine hours because he made the joke about 90, but it was nine hours that it took, which is just insane for a mini of that size um yeah it's going to be interesting to see how this guy uh i will have to jump onto this bandwagon at a much lighter date because i just can't justify them at this point all right a
0: couple other things here um you and i briefly talked about this um there's a beautiful dice tower uh that it's been funded just a couple more days uh
1: oh yes i, I forgot about that I'm i'm getting it <laughs> This is an MDF um, yeah. dice tower with like millions and millions and millions of layers to it. It's beautiful.
0: Well, it's it's not MDF. It's a it's a birch plywood. I read so you actually get some wood grain to it, but then there's like um like some plastic in between the layers, and it gives it this really this really pretty like depth and look to it. Um, it, it is on the pricey side as far as a a, a a a dice tower goes.
1: Yeah, but it is plywood, not MDF.
0: Right, and you know it's and it. It's you don't have to put
1: together like it'll 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 arrive put together. Um Yeah. So if you was to go on to the Kickstarter page, there's only sixty four hours on this left to go. So there's not going to be a lot of time, but. If you just do a search for Dice Tower, the one that we're referring to is D&D Dice Tower and other Dungeons and Dragons accessories. Um,
0: Which, there's Magnetic Dice Boxes. Yeah, like, I mean, look at the little binders you can get, too. I mean, it's... Yeah. And then there's coasters, and
1: yeah, I'm getting one. I would, but the postage for me puts it a little bit farther out of my price range. I also don't really need one.
0: Who needs one? I mean, it's, it's all want, Bruce want want want. <laughs> um I, I think it is a really great design for a dice tower. I think it looks very aesthetically pleasing for a dice tower. Um and I'm hoping to have some uses for, for a dice tower. Um I've I I've got to get off my duff and do some other stuff. Um and one other thing I want to talk about real quick. Um I don't know if you've seen this one Bruce. I don't know how much you want to talk about mm-hmm. it, but I sent you that link. This is also why I was saying I, uh, I didn't know about this. Yes. Um, specifically with with playing games with my son, uh, cooperative games work so much better because it's us against the game instead of, you know, he loses and stuff like that Um, with, with his autism. Things like that are very difficult for him to understand that sometimes you just lose. Yeah,
1: which is fair. And, um, and I saw this. I made, I I made like, a remark Ooh. earlier about how there's a certain company that can't stand to be off Kickstarter for three seconds. Uh, I think it was a day in this particular case before this went live. Uh, I think it was a bit longer than that, actually, from when Onk ended to the... No, oh, wait, no, they had another no, one. No, there's on been life. another Kickstarter in between. Yeah, they had that comic books. Yeah. Um, they, they have not spent any time off Kickstarter whatsoever it's re- anyway I'm not I'm not I'm not going to go there again yeah. um, so they're doing a board game for Massive Darkness uh, this is the second of their board games for it from what I can tell
0: so uh, so here's what I think is really cool about this one so it's Massive Darkness 2 Hellscape right so yep. with this you know there's it's it's Cmon so uh, there's already a couple of expansion boxes Uh Heavenscape yes. um, let me scroll down down to where it's at uh there's gates of hell four horsemen uh heaven scape here's the cool thing it's an add-on but you can get all of the original massive darkness tile and um i i read it somewhere the uh some of the uh, scenarios that will work with massive darkness too so for a couple of extra dollars you can add in a big chunk of the first one with the second one
1: so that's actually very smart and turn it into an even more massive of a game the sculpts on their minis look amazing i mean that shouldn't be super surprising how the end result comes out is another question but the the sculpts on the website look amazing um as i always said that is not the criticism that i have for this company i've made the criticism i have very clear and it Um, is likely not going to stop me from backing one of their kickstarters next year
0: (laughs) you and me both um i'm backing
1: he man is well. I, i don't see myself being able to avoid he man uh i've wanted that game for too long it's a game that i specifically asked someone to make um and as much as it's been and made a- by a company i have massive problems with i don't see myself being able to resist
0: yeah um again this this the the replayability that they're portraying here really uh appeals to me with you know a modular uh board multiple different characters multiple different ways you can play the expansions um i'm, I'm looking forward to it
1: uh Here's the thing I, that I that I actually really approve of in their add-ons. They have an add-on for card sleeves, right, which is yep. noth- nothing new. Look, everybody does card sleeves for their board yep. games on Kickstarter now, but they've specifically designed it so that mm-hmm. the box that they come in is the exact size to fit all of the cards from the game sleeved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I like that. I'm not sure it's worth $25. No, 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 $25 bucks is all right because it's that's, um, that's $390. Sleeves—it's not a small amount. Plus the box.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, um, uh, Hell Last Saga. Uh, when Pledge Manager opened on that, uh, they had a new thing of, um, sleeves, and it's a sleeve for every single card in the game, and it was like a twenty dollars add-on, and I'm like, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that
1: will be making stupid money off that, but it, it like for the end user, it's it's not well. It's not a bad. So user.
0: here's the other thing too. If you look at that, so the sleeve thing. If you look at the bottom left corner, they're not the one doing it. Another company is. So they're yeah, partnering no, that's, with another company. Uh, yeah. So
1: that's, that's standard.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm just saying that's you know th- as much as they've been doing stuff, you know, they could you know. But like I said, the, the overall setup of, you know, uh, yeah, $25, uh, original tile set and, um, the other stuff, it's like doubling the size of the game for 25 bucks there. Yeah. That's, that's a small price for, for how much these, for how much games in general cost. And yes, we're not yeah. talking your, your, your Milton Bradley stuff. I mean, uh, these games are not cheap and to spend that, that small amount of money to get that much more out of a game is a very good bargain. Um, yeah. Also, like, the that, Milton
1: I, Bradley is not a very good comparison anyway because all of their games are very, very simple, and the reason. The well, and that's why they don't play board games,
0: right? And that's why that, that's where I'm throwing the comparison. You know, when you say a board game, most people are like, "Oh, like the like no, but this and like what are you? Yeah, you mean so- like
1: Monopoly? <laughs> yeah, that's the usually the <laughs> one." Uh, there's also like a token chest that's, it's, it's, it's a box for the tokens, which is not a bad idea. Uh, it looks like it's been designed to store inside the box.
0: Yes. Um, The, the, the lid attaches and clips onto the bottom.
1: Okay. So it'll be separate. That's fine. It's 25 bucks. So, yep.
0: Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how. I've gotten the Heavenfall, which is the core and the the first expansion. I'll probably be getting the additional expansions, the game tiles. Uh, not going to do the Zombie Side crossover because I don't want to do Zombie Side. But neither do I. Uh, j- j- just look at this. I mean, I, th- this looks like another game that's you know right up my alley—a a cooperative. You know, I, I I I'm becoming much more of a fan of the cooperative because it takes out the competitive competitive nature of games.
1: I quite like competitive games. Oh, I say I quite like cooperative games, board games wise as well preferably if there's a way that they will change it up a little bit. But, um, yeah. Game Genic, which is the name of the company that make the sleeves and that box, are specifically a board game accessories company. So they've got a whole heap of, like, really, really X-y stuff for Catan and, like, your usual type stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's that's a good company to be... Yeah, th- this is a good company to be partnering with. Um, so People that are fans that, that... of Steam on and are wanting to back this will not be unhappy if like just judging by the quality of the product on this website. Yeah. You will not be unhappy.
0: So, and like so after what I've seen from the Cthulhu death may die, I, I, I'm not going to discount what you, what you say, Bruce, but I, 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 am I'm slowly becoming an actual fan of, of, of this company for, for the game they produce or games they produce, not how they yeah. produce them. I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I, I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying, but a good game is still a good game. So, um,
1: Yep, I talk with my wallet and you're doing the same thing. <laughs> I can say, look, I- I'm going to, I am, I just, I don't see myself being able to resist the He Man unless it comes out and the style of it is just massively different than what I see in my head. Uh, like the uh, no oh, oh, the, uh, the uh, uh, Avengers game they did where it's got the. Uh... Yeah, that 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 would be stupid to go in that direction, though. Um, right. But, I can but see that's them what I'm saying. Going in a direction where they try to replicate the old school toys maybe and I don't I don't want to see that um I'm hoping that they try to stick with something that's aesthetically similar to the show because that's what will make money right with, with, yeah so speaking of companies that spend a lot of time on kickstarter uh this is another one but not in the same category like not even close I'm not comparing these two companies because one of them is a massive multiple million oh, conglomerate. oh god this one yes I saw this Wormwood is a company that is a small company out of somewhere in the U.S., Massachusetts. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, I was going to say, uh, So I, I, I'm not comparing them as far as should be there, shouldn't be there, because th- this is a small company. It's what the platform is designed for. They're making some modular gaming tables. And when I say they're modular, you can start with a table that is 24 inches by 44 inches and later by a... Upgrade kit to go anywhere up to 44 by 96 inches. Um, there is a modular tabletop. There's additions to help with charging phones, keep components, drinks, um there's a player dm screen type thing they have made like this is insanely good uh wormwood is pretty much like they are known for like highest quality wood um hey i'm echoing again um and there's the yeah, echo again <laughs> we apologize for that it was a bit of a headache earlier as well um, like the quality of their work is, I almost want to say next to none. Um, that's probably not entirely fair to some of their competitors. Wormwood, as far as quality is concerned, is very, very high. Um, that's if you can afford and want the product that they're making, have a look at this. It's currently sitting on. It's already broken three records. They was not the first person to reach a million, million, which they made in just over 10 minutes, but they were the first to two and to two and a half and to three. Um, I I will warn you, though, this is a dangerous Kickstarter to look at because there's this really awesome thing where you can click and then build your own table and you can choose the wood and it'll show you exactly how it looks like. And the reason that I'm saying it's dangerous is because the more time you look at it, the more you're going to want one.
0: So I clicked on that, so I'm going to have to do that. Um, Yeah.
1: Um, I I think The only other thing I'll say with this is that because this is – High quality, actual hardwood. This is not MDF and stuff. This is actual proper wood. Mm-hmm. Don't expect this to arrive immediately. Expect this to have a waiting time because it's being made properly by actual furniture makers. Yeah. So d- don't expect that you're going to get this by Christmas. The earliest they're advertising this is February next year. That's only for the accessories. Most of them, of what's currently there, Wave 11, is February 2022. So expect that you're wait. going to wait on this, because you will be waiting on this. Um, yeah, just don't get ahead of yourself. Know what you're getting into, because this is not some cheap product that's being made by a company that can just kick them out. Uh, this is a very specific product made in a very specific way. So
0: that being said, um, are you familiar with a web show uh, hosted by what we called called t- Tabletop?
1: Yeah, tabletop. Yep.
0: Yeah, there the table they had on that show was a you know one of these kind of things, and yep. um, the that company uh, uh closed up shop. A lot of the big ones do. So um, uh, look at look at this, uh, uh, holy crap! Uh, the the smallest table in Purple Heart with a topper
1: is twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, but Purple Hearts a really expensive wood. <laughs> yes, it is. It's also really pretty though, too. Yeah, it only stays purple for so long though um it's also worth for those that are familiar with critical role this is the company that made their table uh and at least one of the dm screens that is used i'm not sure if it's both of them or not um like wormwood is not new to this area they are very well known for this um which is half the reason why i'm saying don't expect this to be like know what you're getting into because it's going to be made properly, which means that you'll be waiting. It, they're not going to rush it just because you want it faster. Uh, and, yeah, they are very, very much going well.
0: So, um, a little jealous of them. Um, that the, 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 the fact that, you know, they, they are making this stuff, which means they can, they'll, can they like, just make an extra one for themselves at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that you could say that's the aiming for the indie. I'm not really sure that we... Uh, I don't think Worm would really classify as an indie. Um, I don't really have an indie to look at this week, unfortunately. But shall we discuss Hobby Time?
0: Uh, I think the indie um, would be the Dice Tower.
1: Uh, true, actually, yeah.
0: Because, you know, they, they were only looking for 2000 on their Kickstarter.
1: Yeah. Let's discuss Hobby. Dream. Bloom. prime, Paint. So what have you been up to? So what would you do then? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I have been working on my Skaven uh, pretty much exclusively. I, I haven't done as much hobby over the last fortnight as I probably should have been. Uh, work has been, yeah... Um, so I've kind of been taking more time for myself. But no, I've I'm, I've gotten quite a bit of the skin done. I started working on the blue on some of my models this week. Um, I've kind of planned how I plan to rebase my Bushido. And I'm probably going to rebase my Wild West Exodus entirely as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Do, do you remember th- that sitting in the paint booth the last time we were Yeah, purchased? it doesn't look like it's moved at all. No, it hasn't. Um. <laughs> I, I know how much you've
0: been up. Uh, no, so,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Sam was up here, did, did things with Sam. Um, we 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 exposed a few people to uh, uh, Forbidden Desert, uh, actually. Is that the one that Captain Sox is sitting in? Kind of. I mean, you're, you're coming to the desert for an airship to escape. I think Discord's having a problem, Bruce. I, I mean, for to get this bad, I have, I have no reason now. I think I think there's something going on with
1: Discord. Yeah, it appears that Discord is letting us down. Um, Captain Sox is still away, buried up to his neck in sand somewhere. Um or he's lying in a pool somewhere if you listen to Michelle. Um we joked about well, that we should send him He's out. got rubber duckies. Yeah, he's got rubber duckies to play in the pool with. <laughs> <laughs> um, um so so my goal
0: is here is to get some more stuff done. Uh Sam is back with his mom, so hopefully I can sit down and, and do some painting.
1: That'll be good. I'm gonna try and get some painting done this week too. I actually have a little bit more May time this week
0: After I get a second window done in my dining room. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's gonna be lovely. Um, otherwise stupid adulting. It's not really a lot of game talk, unless you want to talk about the desert game that you were playing.
0: I don't think we want to talk about that because discord is letting us down and this is super hard to talk.
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll quickly round out with the upcoming events. PAX Australia is still coming out.
0: Wait, wait Bruce, hold on. We have an opportunity here. Upcoming events, upcoming events, upcoming events. There, it's a bumper.
1: <laughs> 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 Okay, PAX Australia, online only, October 9th till October 11th. Uh, if you go to the PAX website, they have actually announced 2021, but I don't know what those dates are off the top of my head and it's that far away that I don't care. There's also ThunderCon coming up, which apparently we said the name of the name wrong last time. And you know what, Michelle? Don't care. I was close enough. Um, ThunderCon is... What is it called? Uh, Applebeak or something. It was something very close to what I said. I just don't remember. Um oh Thundercon is September nineteenth at nine AM till five thirty PM. Uh it's stupidly affordable. It's like twelve dollars for the entire day and slightly less than that for morning and slightly less sorry, no, it's ten dollars. Sorry, ten euro for the entire Yeah. Morning is three I, I three think Euros. Thunderboy is afternoon coming. is three Euros. Lunch is ten euros, or you can do the whole thing for fifteen. Uh, it's, it's stupidly affordable. Uh, if you're I... in that neck of the world and you're even vaguely interested in any of this stuff, uh, you'd be silly not to be there.
0: If you're anywhere in mainland Europe, you can buy a, you know, train ticket and like and get there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the morning slots nine till 12, uh, everything will be closed for the lunch to stop people sneaking in, I suppose, uh, which will be from 12 till one and it's one till five for the afternoon. And obviously they're allowing time for people to close up and stuff. So yeah, it should be good. Already, with all that echoing. <laughs> we might have to play around with some Jeez. of the software options and get away from Discord. Yeah, if this is going to be a thing. God, I hope we don't have to go back to Skype. No, I'd be more tempted to try out Zoom like a lot of the others are doing at the moment. It's how uh... YouTube's been doing a lot of it. If you enjoy listening to us and listen to us giving each other crap, um, feel free to support us on Patreon patreon.com slash getting tabled it's two dollars it's stupidly affordable uh facebook.com slash getting tabled follow us it's where 90 percent of our stuff goes out to we do have a twitter at getting tabled and the website as always is getting thank you to those that listen thank you to those that share uh and i guess thank you to george i don't know why but thank you because i'm so pretty you are thank you thank
0: you sure. thank you thank you. thank you
1: for listening to Getting Table.
0: Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Matthias at soundimage.org.